0: This is the story of Star Wars. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep, like this. Let's begin now. A long
1: time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, a great adventure took place.
2: milkers everywhere this is episode number 61 of blast points this is jason and it's gabe too and gabe last jedi's heating up it's heating up that's why they made the logo red because <laughs> it's it's like an electric stove and those are the burners it's getting hot <laughs> You cook an egg on it but yeah you can make some hot tea <laughs> stick it on the logo good Got that. beautiful beautiful Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Last Jedi. So in just one week, we, well, I was thinking like we finally saw like our first real kind of looks at the movie this week. Yeah, it's exciting. It started with Ryan Johnson posted a photo of the uh, Last Jedi First Order troopers. Did you notice any differences? Because I couldn't really tell so kind of kind of i couldn't really tell so i sent i posted the photo on my friend mike who is a 501st member and he did a pretty amazing um first order trooper suit and i posted the photo on for him and i was like i i don't know you tell me what's the difference here yeah totally the 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 frown they call it is much more narrow hmm okay and, like, the, I guess the um the abdomen part, like, right above the belt, is, like, slightly more shallow, I guess. Okay. So, subtle. Subtle things, but... Very subtle. Sh- changes. There's one. Set for stun. Well, I just can't wait. I know. You, you know they're going to show us in Last Jedi, there's going to be, like, 75 different new versions of First Order troopers. If we're lucky, we'll get a, a fireman. We need more oh. Star Wars fire people. It was was so brief in Revenge of the Sith, too brief. Maybe we'll get a standalone. I remember spending way too much time thinking about the the firemen, the Coruscant firemen, and if they were clones too, like if they just got hired to do jobs. Retired clones would just be the firemen? Yeah. Weren't there some on the uh, Star Destroyers with the clones, like walking around in the background, some of the fire ship guys? Yeah, you're right. So maybe they were clones. I think in my head I wanted them to be clones so bad because I just like the idea that clones were just doing all kinds of stuff. Like if you go to Coruscant and you go to the grocery store in Coruscant, you know, the guys at the deli counter are clones. All the cashiers are clones. They're all clones. Paper or plastic? That's a clone. Paper or plastic? What's it going to be? I would go to a clone grocery store. I would shop anywhere if it was all just all the employees were Tamil Morrison. If it meant I had to drive four hours to go get eggs, that's what I would do. You had to pay twice as much mm-hmm. uh so then later in the week, Force Friday two was announced with uh the amazing box art featuring our first look at uh poe ray and finn from the last jedi finn's got a new t-shirt mm-hmm. which some people were wondering if that's still like his um resistance hospital gear i thought it was gray or white that he was what he was wearing at the end same jacket um, yeah well he's probably rated poe's closet he's like all i got is these hospital clothes poe's like oh you can just come check out my clothes <laughs> we're the same size <laughs> Ray, it looks like she's got some kind of uh, dark clothing underneath her usual gear, right? Yeah, it's weird because it actually looks more like I thought it looked more like the Force Awakens outfit than the end of Force Awakens outfit. But maybe, yeah, maybe she's got to wear Luke's old t shirt because she didn't. Did she even have a bag? I guess she had her little backpack with the lightsaber in it, but it doesn't look like she could fit many clothes in there. Her old gear could have been on the Falcon, though, you know? That's true. that was probably one of the best things in force awaken is we got to see that there were closets on the falcon so <laughs> now we know yeah finally now we know where they keep all their clothes <laughs> where han keeps his collection of vests yeah because otherwise when he was smuggling stuff all his clothes would just be all over the falcon <laughs> couldn't keep stuff in the compartments <laughs> if only i had a closet in this thing chewy probably didn't have much closet space though so. So it was quite a bit of hubbub about um, Ray having her hair down in the photo. I was uh, disappointed that I didn't even make the connection until later when I saw the other people were mentioning how she basically has Qui-Gon hair. She found the wig. And any news on Liam's wig? Is that all taking place? Can we win on this one over?
0: Yeah, Rick, they're trying to clean it up here on the location. But at the moment, we still haven't tracked down Liam's beard.
2: If the wig fits. (laughs) It was blowing around. Tatooine and it blew through space. Maybe that's why Luke went to Achu to find Qui-Gon's wig. <laughs> it's all. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> yeah, so it's like ray opened up her bag and took out the lightsaber and gave it to luke and luke opened up his bag and took out qui-gon's wig (laughs) and and handed it to her and then we got to see ray kind of tear up a little bit (laughs) the mark of a true jedi yeah remember
0: concentrate on the moment feel don't think use your instincts
2: now, did you notice, um, I can't tell if it's really there or not, or if it's just shadow, like above one of Ray's eyes. It kind of looks like there's like a little scar there. Did you notice that? Oh, you know what? Now that you mention that, it could be. Or she's just dirty. I know, talking to, I was talking to Richie about it, and he's convinced that she has a hoodie on her jacket, maybe. And yeah. that way she can have like the Jedi hood without having to have the robe. That would be cool. But it's kind of hard to tell from the picture. And also, we went back and looked at the ornament again. And it, you can tell that I'm pretty sure that this is the same outfit that she's got in the ornament, though. Yeah, like the ornament had like a, like a darker flap. Well, yeah, like down towards her waist, I think you could see it looked like there was a little bit of like the Jedi waist flap kind of thing going on. The person I feel bad for in this photo, though, is Poe. I really want to be excited about Poe in the last jedi i think we've talked about it like i'm really excited both of us are really excited for poe to get something really cool to do in this movie and it's just kind of like when i first saw this photo it's kind of like is that like an old force awakens picture is that new the only thing with that 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 makes me wonder if we're gonna get some crazy new exciting poe look and they just don't want to give it up yeah, and every scene, he's like the action figure, the old Luke action figure where his helmet didn't come off, and he's just going to have his helmet on the whole time. I'd be kind of into that, too. Yeah. So, Fourth Friday 2, September 1st. So... What do you think about them going back to the Force Friday name? Because I feel even more confused than I was before when they went from Force Friday to Rogue Friday. Like, why sh- shouldn't it be Jedi Friday? Jedi Day. The last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is it's like, why don't they just call it Force Friday? Because it's not like if you're like, oh, man, I meant to go to Force Friday one you can't like go back in time and go to force friday one like you only have one option to go to force friday it's whatever one is this year and honestly like force friday one for so many people was such an unbelievable disappointment it's almost like just distance yourself from that first one (laughs) don't 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 promise a sequel to that yeah that's true this or call it force friday do over So also in Last Jedi News, we got our f- first announcement of a panel at celebration about the Last Jedi.
1: Star Wars celebration, what's
2: up? Yeah. What? They announced that the big Last Jedi panel will be on Friday. Of Celebration, which is interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a change because the Force Awakens panel was the first day on that Thursday. And I think, was the Rogue One panel the first day? I don't know. Somebody who was at Europe can correct us if we're wrong, but I think so. It's going to be a heck of a day with the Last Jedi panel at some time during that day. Maybe it'll be in the morning. Maybe it'll be a wristband situation and it'll be in the afternoon or something. And then Galactic Nights that night. That'll be a day. You might not make it the rest of the weekend. And this panel especially, I feel like the the anticipation and the expectation for this panel is even greater than it was for Celebration Anaheim and the Force Awakens panel. Because remember when we were in line, we didn't even know 100% if we were going to get a trailer. Yeah, we had no idea what we were going to get or what even to be excited about. Yes, we didn't know (laughs) anything. We pretty much assumed... We were going to see a trailer, but there was no guarantee. Well, I remember at the beginning of the panel, we were just excited to see those set photos. Oh, yeah. We, we, we were like, they're set photos. I'm good. J.J. Abrams in Chewbacca. And I almost passed out. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's going to be the hot ticket. And I feel like a lot of folks, this is um, going to be their first celebration. And what sold them was probably seeing all the coverage from the Anaheim one. Kind of being people totally understandably watching that stuff and being like, I'm going to the next one and I want to be at that big panel. Chewie, we're home.
1: Oh Welcome to Star Wars Celebration. Star Wars
0: Celebration!
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right, because I remember we were talking about that at, at Celebration, like as the first Celebration post Lucas like are we even going to want to go to Celebration again like is it even is it still going to have the magic which obviously it did yeah Uh, yeah there's definitely there's no I don't think there's people are going to have any trepidation about what if Celebration is going to be worth it
0: JJ Abrams you cannot understand what it feels like to get out there on that stage and to be met with that kind of passion and it really is a testament to what George Lucas created
1: the president of Lucasfilm Kathleen Kennedy there is so much more where that came from
2: We'll forever miss Tricky Rick McCallum, but... Someday, he'll be back. It's like we were saying last week, who would you wait in line for for an autograph? I would do McCallum. It's so dense. Every single image has so many things going on. You know what? You're right. Just give him a a big hug. This is fucking awesome. It's going to be crazy. It's like, what, 50-something days away, celebration. Wow. Well, it's, yeah, it's coming it's coming fast. Start picking out your t shirts. <clears throat> so Gabe, have you heard about this um this Star Wars spoof movie, Star Worlds? Yeah, they I think they announced <laughs> that like a week ago, right? From the <laughs> The guy that does the, the really good quality films, right? Like the Vampires Suck and... Epic movie. Yeah. Everyone's favorites. No, I'm kind of excited for it. So, so news came out that they sold the spoof Star Worlds to multiple markets at the Berlin Film Festival. So, it's, it's going forward. Like, there's, there's people buying it up. Like, yeah, that sounds like a hot ticket. Let's... <laughs> Let's invest some money in Star Worlds. Yeah. So And also in this article that was in Variety, it was the first time I had heard the full title for Star Worlds. Yeah, it's a good one. Star Worlds episode XXXIVE equals MC squared, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi Who Went Rogue. What? <laughs> it sounds like a winner. I don't know. There, there should be a celebration for Star Worlds. Uh, maybe they'll have a trailer at Celebration. <laughs> That'll be, that's at the Last Jedi panel. <laughs> they'll get everybody pumped and then they'll show the Star Worlds trailer. <laughs> I don't know. It's about, it's about time. It's been, it's kind of amazing that there really has only been, what, space balls as far as a theatrical parody for, mm-hmm. you know 40 years of star wars movies but i bet you i will like star worlds better than spaceballs maybe though you know i'm weird with star wars parodies though you know right. this, yeah that's why i'm kind of surprised that you're excited for star worlds uh, i've gotten older i've loosened up my <laughs> my prejudice against star wars parodies well and it'll it'll ease some of the pain of detours being frozen in carbonite <laughs> somewhere <laughs> i don't think a day goes by where I don't think, I wish Detours was out. I am, and that's the thing, I'm getting older, more laid back. I'm ready for Detours. I am. I, yeah, you know, you only got so many years left uh, to get as much Star Wars as you can. And <laughs> just knowing that there's some Star Wars-ish things out there you haven't seen, it's hard. My lords! Hey, look, it's my foot! Your comlink, sir. Where is it? Sir? You! You! Other leak What? You
0: pocket dialed Galaxy Rumors And sent them a photo of your Death Star drawing What? Hold
2: on Why do you have Galaxy Rumors on your speed dial? Uh. uh, uh, People are freaking out Because Clone Wars is supposedly leaving Netflix Like in a matter of days (laughs) (laughs) What if Clone Wars disappears But that's just to make room for detours Sign me up (laughs) I'm ready (laughs) because it's that's the thing though with detours it's like they got the robot chicken guys to do it and they do good stuff they're Star Wars fans they know how to make it goofy and not and make it good so I don't know I still watch the trailers every once in a while I don't know maybe Star Worlds will um, soften me up where I can go back to Spaceballs because Spaceballs and I haven't been friends for a while so maybe I can call up Spaceballs and make up with it (laughs) We don't have to be friends, but I don't hate you anymore, Spaceballs. (laughs) I just go to say I love you. I just go to say how much I care.
1: They managed to rescue the princess. And to destroy the Death Star, but this time the rebels won't be so lucky. The power of the Death Star was insignificant compared to the power of the Force, and with Obi-Wan Kenobi gone, I am the master. See it as the Empire strikes back.
2: So Star Wars read-along books, they're kind of amazing. They are. Again, it's one of those things, I think, if you're not old enough, you don't remember when you couldn't just put the movies in whenever you wanted. And if you wanted to watch A New Hope, you had to put the record on the record player, stick the cassette in, and kind of read along with the book. It It was as close as you could get to watching the movie again at home. 1979, if you need, you know, if you're three, four years old, and you needed your Star Wars fix, that's the best you could do. You put it on your Fisher-Price record player, try and get the magic again.
0: This is the story of Star Wars. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep, like this. Let's begin now.
2: We we, we kind of touched upon this way back in episode number 28, where we looked at the um, the incredible Star Wars read-along original stories like Planet of the Hoojibs and uh, Droid World and uh, Rebel Mission to Ord Mand- M- mm. Mand- Mandel? Mandrell. Not to be confused with Odie Mandrell. <laughs> Odie Mandrell. Um, <laughs> the Rebel Mission to Odie Mandrell's house. That's, that's a whole yeah. other story. Yeah. One interesting thing with these books is still that they were the first partnership between Lucasfilm and Disney. Because they were put out by Buena Vista Records, which was, these books started as like a Disney thing to go along with their movies. And it really was their first collaboration way back in 1979. That relationship kind of lingered. And then, yeah, now Star Wars is back at Disney. It's also interesting how little information there are about these books. Yeah, and I was trying to just figure out why, you know. And now that you know, we've had iPads and smartphones and all this stuff for so many years too. Like, why there isn't a digital release of these that you can buy, where you get like because I have the the cassette like box set Mm -hmm. that came in the big thing, right? Mm -hmm. And it has all of them. Like, I don't understand why you know disney doesn't put out a digital version on your ipad where you have all of these because they would be perfect for as like an ipad version where you could flip through the book and hear the audio because it would be weird to hear it like in high quality at this point because you know really the only versions that are around are like from the cassette tape that somebody copied to youtube or the records but maybe they don't even have the original master stuff anywhere when we were doing the research for this i was like well who who's the narrator or who is the voice cast on this thing and there's next to no information on these which is weird especially for something star wars like you feel like there's some maniac out there who has researched every single aspect of star wars there's nothing on these we need to get jw rinsler he needs to i'm going to call him up tomorrow and be like stop what you're doing and go find out the Star Wars read along records. Yeah. They need a celebration panel like mysteries of the Star Wars read along books. Get <laughs> the cantina guys on it. And it's also interesting too, these the the books, the records, the stories, they're all they're the all action versions of all the movies. They there's so much cut out of yeah. each story. It's well I mean c- they gotta fit the movie into twelve minutes, but it is yeah kind of interesting what they cut and who they cut out of him so let's let's start talking about the new hope one let's talk about the star wars one all right
0: a long time ago in a galaxy far far away the hope of freedom was kept alive by rebel forces fighting against
2: the evil galactic empire the first off it starts out right away Recapping the Crawl, which is kind of amazing hearing that in this book because they're talking about the rebel spies in a daring raid. And I was like, man, that's Rogue One. In a daring raid, rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate
0: weapon, the Death Star. But as the rebels raced back to their base, they were pursued by a powerful Imperial starship.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still sinking in. Yeah We know it happens already (laughs) I saw that movie I can't wait for the Blu-ray I like that it starts right out And lets you know right off the bat That these aren't the voice actors from the movie (laughs) No, With with, uh, C-3PO Oh, C-3PO's voice is great
0: Yeah R2-D2, the Imperial Starship is getting closer We'll be destroyed for sure This is madness
2: We're doomed well, the thing I really like too is it, it does seem like whatever voice effect they had, they only had one. And they used like the same effect on C3PO as they do on Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader sounds like he's underwater. Commander, tear this ship apart until you found those plans. <laughs> but that's kind of fitting with the whole Iron Lung thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, maybe he's still in his, um, in his back to tank. Yeah, you know what I I realized the other day that the good thing about Rogue One basically showing Vader go crazy at the end is it kind of actually explains why he's so mellow in Rogue One, or at the beginning of New Hope. He's tired. Yeah, he's just tired from doing all the stuff. So, yeah, when he catches up with him, he's just like, Stormtroopers, you just go in. I'm taking it easy. (laughs) (laughs) My battery is running real low. Yeah, he's got to go plug in his charger. <laughs> and we got 20% battery life. I got to be real. I'm going to put it in airplane mode or something.
0: How dare you attack us, Lord Vader. We are on a diplomatic mission. Don't play games with me, your highness, answered Vader.
1: You are a part of the Rebel Alliance. Under Death Star, you will tell us where your secret base is.
2: Come. Yeah, it's funny that they changed how much they changed lines of dialogue really for no reason other than it almost feels like the person who wrote the book, you know, just saw the movie and was writing this by memory, <laughs> which I think is how they did everything back then. Yeah. Right? I like when, uh, when Luke is introduced as, uh, a young lad named Luke Skywalker and Luke sounds great. And I I had read online, but I don't know how true it is that Luke voice is by cory burton who later went on to go do the the voice of count dooku and like a thousand other voices and a thousand other things i saw that too so i hope it's true (laughs) you know it doesn't get much better than book and record luke turning into count dooku (laughs) but yeah like you said it's hard to really know how accurate that is because it doesn't seem like there's any legit uh credits anywhere yeah and all these Records and books it was tripping me out how good the sound mix is, like and also it makes me wonder, I think we talked about this with the with the the Hojibs episode if if Ben Burt was at all involved in this yeah, it's hard to tell because I mean they sound really good, but i part of the reason they sound really good is I think they're just taking the mix right from the film, oh yeah, but maybe not though, because not so much in the New Hope one, but definitely in like the Empire and Jedi one it seemed like there's a lot of cool sound effects going on in the background that they kind of keep buried in the mix. Like the narrator and the dialogue is really loud, but there's like other dialogue and sound effects kind of buried in the background that that are new. So one of the voices that's really good in here, well, maybe not really good, but old Ben. It kind of sounds like my Obi-Wan Kenobi a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit between your Ben Kenobi and the Ben Kenobi from uh, the Rebel Force Band. <laughs> As I kept waiting for him to say, trust the force.
0: (laughs) Yes, my boy. I was once called Obi-Wan Kenobi. Back when I was a Jedi Knight, like your father. My father was a Jedi? Asked the startled youth, remembering stories about the noble knights who kept the peace before the Empire took control. Yes, Luke. And this was his lightsaber. I've been saving it for you. Ben handed Luke a sleek cylinder... At the touch of a button, an intense beam of light shot out to form a glowing blade.
2: (laughs) But that's I think that's another thing. I think if you're not if you're younger, a younger fan that you didn't have to deal with and kind of miss the magic of having other people doing the voices, that there's a charm, I think, to that, that, you know, because we were talking uh, the other day about how like with the Force Awakens book and some of the later book and records they just when you're using the dialogue right out of the movie it's more accurate but it loses some of the charm yes let me tell you about the force luke yeah you don't get ben kenobi of the the fifth beetle (laughs) this is the weapon of the jedi (laughs) (laughs) the force is everywhere luke come with me to alderaan we'll figure (laughs) this out you and me come on I like how in the um, the Star Wars read book, how Obi Wan is just like the Force, Luke. It's all about the Force. Come with me, and Luke's just like, yeah, all right. Owen, Uncle Owen, and Aunt Beru do not exist. Well, they they're mentioned, but Luke's just like, yeah, I'll leave right now. Let's go. Come on,
0: Luke. For the sake of your father and the Rebel Alliance, you must help me deliver these secret plans and stop Darth Vader. I will teach you how to use the force, the power which gives the Jedi his strength and skill. Luke eagerly agreed to help. Very good, Luke.
2: Yeah, and I I couldn't really tell if some of that was, if it was just to speed up the story, or if they wanted to cut out any of the more potentially uh, child-scarring things. Because when we get to the Empire one, it's like they talk about Luke losing the saber, but they don't mention that he loses a hand. Yeah. Young Luke returned home to find the burning skeletons of his maybe aunt and uncle. Not really not not really related to him, yeah. aunt and uncle. It's just a two-page spread of the burning bones. <laughs> <laughs> then they go to the cantina. They had to put that in there. And Han, Han sounds pretty good. Sure, I can get you to Alderaan
0: But it'll cost you plenty Smuggling rebel sympathizers through imperial blockades Is no picnic
2: I don't know, I like the uh, bootleg Han quite a bit Mm -hmm. I think he's almost More Han than real Han (laughs) As opposed to like Some of the other voices are less Like Luke might be less Luke than real Luke but (laughs) Luke to me kind of sounded like Hardware Wars Luke though Golly Willikers Yeah and do you remember, is this the same Han all the way through, like, all three of the film ones and then, like, Ord Mantell one? Like, is that the same Han voice? I'm going to say yes. Okay. Because I thought Leia sounded the same. So I was. I got the feeling that they kept them, even though they, they changed the narrators up. But I think, yeah, I think the characters stayed the same.
0: Vader's huge battle station, the Death Star, was lurking nearby and had detected the Falcon's presence. Let's get out of here, shouted Han. Joey, the controls aren't responding. We're caught in a tractor beam. It's pulling us right into the Death Star. Quick, everyone, into this secret compartment. When we land, those stormtroopers will think the ship's empty.
2: Oh, and I really like, too, that they cut out all the trash compactor parts it's like going back to our special edition episode you know it's like they cut out all that trash compactor stuff and pretty much it's like they go with the death star they all rescue leia han and luke rescue leia and then it's almost straight on into the death star battle after that
0: after much study the death star's weak spot was found Rebel pilots had to hit an exhaust port with their proton torpedoes, but the rebel forces were pitifully small compared to the might of the Imperial legions. The rebel commander was happy to accept Luke's help, and the young warrior joined the bombing run as an X-wing
2: pilot. Yeah, it's like the the greatest hits. (laughs) But it's strange to me that they leave Tarkin out completely, and I think it's almost like I feel like this book kind of is the reason... As a kid, you kind of thought Vader was much more in charge than he really is because the book, you know, says it's Vader's huge battle station, the Death Star. Like, Vader owns the Death Star as opposed to, you know, I guess kids weren't big Tarkin fans. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to play with the grandpa. One, well, it's weird, too. Tarkin never got an action figure in the original Kenner toy line. It's weird. Yeah, it's true. It's weird. Yeah, it's true because he was... You know, a big enough name actor and, yeah, the real villain of the movie. hmm The
0: squadron leader spoke again.
2: There's the target at the end of that trench on the Death Star surface.
0: Begin bombing run. Now. X-Wing skimmed the trench time and again, but either missed the target or were shot down by TIE fighters.
2: <laughs> and also, did you catch that they throw in uh, Vader's what? No, I missed that. Uh, it's, re- it's real, real soft. What? Suddenly, a familiar ship
0: swooped down and sent Vader's fighters
2: spinning off into space. They know about this. They know what the good stuff is. There when, you know, someone was like you can only put the good stuff in. You got to cut out all the less good stuff.
0: Luke Skywalker, the simple farm boy, had realized his dream and proved himself a leader in the
2: rebel cause. So moving on to Empire. Now, this is daunting because they got an empire. There's a lot that happens in The Empire Strikes Back, and they got to cram that into 12 minutes. Part, part of the way they uh, accomplish this is by hiring the most mellow narrator ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Deep in the frozen caverns of the rebel base, the famous star pilot Han Solo watched a blip on the radar screen.
2: <laughs> Dr. Chill. Okay, they're going to have a different narrator. And then it was like, wait a second. Why is this guy so chill? Hey, everybody, we're going to watch uh, The Empire Strikes Back now. Yeah, yeah, they're on a snow planet, and <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> this movie's so good. I love it. It's a lot of people, a lot of people, it's their favorite. My favorite is Attack of the Clones. I don't know.
0: Outside, Han and his Wookiee co-pilot tracked down the intruder. As Chewbacca distracted the droid... Han blasted it into a
2: thousand fiery pieces. Gets right down to business with uh, the Battle Hoth right away. They cut out the wampa. You don't need it. You get a Tauntaun, you can live without a wampa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. There's no Luke seeing Obi-Wan. That's true. So it is kind of weird when Luke decides to go to Dagobah. Back on Hoth. Luke boarded his X-Wing fighter and greeted his droid co-pilot R2-D2.
0: Okay, R2, all ships are away. Now, let's get out of here. As Luke punched a new course into the computer, he heard a questioning chirp. That's right. We're not joining the others. We're going to Dagobah. I'm going to train to be a Jedi,
2: like my father. Listening to these... Kind of reminded me of the IMAX cut of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, you're right. Just get right down to business. So we need an IMAX cut Attack of the Clones book and record. Yes, That's we what do. What you're saying, <laughs> dear Kathy Kennedy? Yeah. Did you notice Va- they call Vader's star destroyer the Avenger? Darth Vader sat alone.
0: In- meditation chamber aboard the imperial destroyer avenger when an
2: urgent message from the emperor arrived that is a grave disturbance in the force was the executor too dark for kids or did they not have a real name yet i don't know the
0: odd creature
2: pointed to luke's
0: blaster you oh, Put your weapon. You'll not learn the ways of the Force with that. <laughs> so, you wish to become Jedi, like your father. But how do you know about the Force, or my father? Why, well, you... You're Yoda. I was expecting someone larger.
2: Judge me not by size, for my ally is the Force. You know, Yoda actually sounds really good. Yeah. And... In- lando sounds pretty good in this one jedi yeah not so much yeah <laughs> so i don't know if this guy was he was busy and they got the third string lando for jedi or he just was really tired again i like when han um starts talking about lando he's talking about how uh, we used to be partners
0: my buddy lando
2: runs this place he and i go way back We used to be partners
0: in the sweetest smuggling racket. But can we trust this friend of yours? Asked Leia.
2: No, but he has no love for the Empire. They're setting up the Han Solo movie. You heard it here first. (laughs) Last Points exclusive. Sweetest smuggling racket. (laughs) That's the title of the Han Solo movie. We're Mm. calling it right now. Yep. Darth Vader and a bounty hunter arrived just before you did. I had no choice. They're looking for someone called Skywalker.
0: But why would Vader want Luke?
2: Wondered Leia. You get to the end. I'm Bespin. Vader saying, I am your father. It's a great Luke freak out. Don't make me destroy you. Your future lies with me.
0: For I am your father. Luke was stunned. No.
1: No! It's not true!
2: Ends really nice. Take care, of my friends, and may the Force be with you. Luke and Leia watched the Millennium Falcon launch away.
0: Take care, my friends, and may the Force be with you.
2: Oh, you know, one thing I thought was good with the book is the book actually kind of explains Vader's plan better than the real movie does, where he basically says in the book that he his way to get to Luke is Han and Leia, as opposed to the movie and being confused almost my entire life about Han being tortured and all, <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> Never really made sense to me. <laughs> I should have read this book more. The secrets are all in these books. I think that's what we're getting to here. Yeah, real deep, deep knowledge. <laughs> Which brings us to Return of the Jedi, uh, possibly the most epic the the read-along books right away it starts out hot where the narrator keeps saying the the word the bounty hunter named boosh boosh then chewbacca was sold to jabba by a
1: bounty hunter named boosh boosh approached the carbonite block that held han he faced boosh it was princess leia boosh boosh
2: i think if you have the actual record version if you play it all the way to the end when the when the record runs out of groove, it just goes boosh, boosh, <laughs> boosh, boosh. Boosh, boosh, boosh. It's also great when Luke comes into Jabba's place. Luke's all business where he just says, Listen to me, Jabba, I'm Luke Skywalker. Then a black-robed figure strode bravely into the
1: main
0: room. Listen to me, Jabba. I am Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight. I come on. on. But do not underestimate my powers. Oh.
2: Did you notice in this one Vader sounds a lot better?
1: Darth Vader entered the Emperor's throne room on the Death Star and kneeled. A small rebel force has landed on Endor, my master. My son is with them. I felt
2: him. Yeah, Vader did sound better. But that had, they had to make up for the fact that the Emperor sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, the Emperor just sounds like... A kindly old British guy. Yes, I know. You must go to
1: Endor and wait for him. He will come to you, and you will then bring him before me. Together we will turn him to the dark side of
2: the Force. Yes, my master. But also, when Luke is on Dagobah, again, these books are predicting the future. Yoda's line, The last of the Jedi... Are you Luke? Shut his eyes. Then it is I who must face Lord Vader. So now we know the name to episode nine Star Wars. Are you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe. Also, interesting that this book includes a voice actress from Mon Mothma, but at note, Admiral Akbar is mentioned but never heard. Luke returned to Rebel headquarters in time
1: to hear surprising news from Mon Mothma, leader of the Alliance.
0: We have learned that the Emperor is aboard the new Death Star, so we are sending our entire fleet to destroy it. General Solo will lead a strike team to Endor to shut down the Deflector's shield. That will permit the fleet, under General Lando Calrissian's leadership, to attack. Hey, Mon!
1: Hold on to your briefs. It's time for another episode of Hey, Mon!
2: It, it cuts right to Endor. The speeder bike chase is in there, briefly. We go right to the Ewoks, uh, where I like the narrator describes their squeaky language. They were surrounded by crude spears held by tiny bear-like
1: warriors. C-3PO listened to their squeaky language. Okay. Okay. <laughs> The rebels were tied up and taken to the Ewok village high in the trees, where they were reunited with Leia. Luke had an idea.
0: Threepio, tell them if they don't release us, you'll become angry and use your great magic. But Master Luke, what magic? I don't...
2: Cuts right to the space battle, where again, it was almost referencing row one, where it talks about some ships crashed into the invisible shield.
1: The shield is still
2: up. Lando steered the ship sharply away and called into the
1: comm length. It's a trap. All craft pull up. Evasive action. Most of the fleet
2: turned in time, but some ships smashed into the invisible shield. Is all the inspiration for the upcoming Star Wars films coming from these books? I think so. I mean, we got the egg mates from Ord Mantell. So mm-hmm. they know where the good where the good meat is. Admiral Ackbar we can't go forward and we can't retreat. Our only hope is to stand and fight it out. Suddenly a blinding beam
1: flashed up from the Death Star blowing up a rebel cruiser. Lando shouted.
0: That blast
1: came the Death Star Admiral. It's operational. Where is
2: her? Luke Invader's lightsaber fight is 100% grunting. <laughs>
1: Blades flash time and again in fierce oh. combat. Ah. Then, with a terrible frenzy, Luke slashed the Vader, driving the
2: Dark Lord to his knees. That's that's how I always imagined it. <laughs> it's a lot of grunting. <clears throat> the ending's very intense. Um, lots of good Luke screaming. But I think my favorite part is when Vader throws the emperor um, down the never-ending um, pit the emperor's scream when he's going down sounds just like the, the Tom Cruise scream from the new mummy trailer <laughs> seeing his son hurt Vader sees the wicked ruler But deadly bolts then struck the dark lord but he
1: managed to throw the emperor into a deep pit
2: That's where Tom Cruise gets all his, uh, all his acting skills. <laughs> he probably had these books. I'm going to let you in on a secret. That was all his training. <laughs> he can do all three of these books from heart. <laughs> He's got them memorized. Yeah. I do all the voices, too. It's great. <laughs> I hope Tom Cruise ends up in a Star Wars movie. Remember when there was the rumor for Force Awakens that Tom Cruise was going to be in it? Do you remember that? I, I do. Am I hallucinating that. <laughs> i do and i think it's fine i think the time is right put him in a stormtrooper suit have me an alien a droid that looks like tom cruise they could have a ship and they like put it in cruise control and then like <laughs> tom cruise pops out but he has like wheels for legs <laughs> they could just name a planet called tom cruise <laughs> you know the rings of tom cruise yeah is where you find the best rebel spies yeah maybe it's uh Benicio del Toro's ship is called the Tom Cruise. (laughs) Benicio Benicio del Toro's character in episode 8 confirmed he's playing Tom Cruise. What the hell? I, I can't believe it's over, Leia. The Imperial
0: fleet's destroyed, the Death Star exploded, the Emperor dead, and my father.
1: Leia hugged him. Come join us, my brave Jedi. She led him back to their circle of friends,
2: heroes, together to the end. Yeah. So the Star Wars read-along books, if we haven't convinced you already, they're on YouTube. Go out there, check them out, listen to them. If, if it's, it's, you know, it's like 1979 when the Star Wars one came out. They're a great way to get a quick fix of star wars. And they're short, they're sweet, you know. You really want to watch a new hope, but you only have 12 minutes <laughs> before you have to go to work. Just throw the read along on. Mhm. It'll help keep you snappy. It's like it's like drinking a cup of coffee in the morning, basically. Mhm. Yeah, I gave up coffee. I just listen to a read along every morning. <laughs> gets me gets me pumped, and jazzed. It's good for your skin, too. Yeah. Keeps you so a natural glow. Yeah, you'll be so smooth. <laughs> Star, Wars. Star Wars, the galaxy's most
1: popular movie, is great family entertainment. Still showing on the giant screen at the Dominion Tottenham Court Road. Seats bookable. Star Wars certificate. You. May the force be
2: with you. Um, so, Gabe, we've got three new iTunes reviews. Wow. I know. We're on a they roll. Keep, we're on a roll. They keep coming. Thank uh, you. Our first one here is from Jedi Knight Slash Sith. And that's Jedi Knight N-Y-T-E, in case you're wondering. Mm. And it's titled Hilarious. Yeah, and they wrote, "Lord, have mercy. Jason and Gabe work off each other like a comedy team. Hilarious. Yeah, thank you. Then our next one is from Francisco Mata ninety five. And it's titled "Great Podcast: Exclamation Point." It's very short to the point. one of my favorite Star Wars podcasts to listen to. Thank you. This next one is from Lux Interior 0327, and it's titled A Diamond in the Sarlacc Pit. And they wrote, First, let me preface by saying there are lots of Star Wars podcasts. Some are good, and some are really bad. I I literally narrowed it down to one good Star Wars podcast until... I discovered Blast Points. These guys are hilarious and unpretentious. They have a vast knowledge of the Star Wars universe that spans beyond the movies and books. I particularly enjoyed an episode that featured audio from Star Wars action figure commercials. Brought me right back to 1980. So if you love Star Wars and love listening to two grown men nerd out about everything from smooth-talking Anakin to the holiday special, Blast Points is the podcast for you. Cool. I'm really happy to hear too that we're like number two. I was really wondering what number one was. I'm happy, I'm completely happy being number two. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
0: Thank you. 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 Hi, J.J. Abrams here. On behalf of the entire cast and crew of Star Wars Episode 7,
2: thank you. We love getting reviews. We love reading them on the show. They help out the show so much, like on iTunes, and the charts, and so other people discover the show. After you listen to this, if you go to iTunes, five-star review, write something, we'll read it on an upcoming show. And these
1: last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise.
2: Yep, and if you want to chat with us other ways uh we're on facebook and twitter and instagram and blastpoints.com blastpointspodcast.com hmm got rebels reviews recipes the amazing darth field comics links to shows past shows and that about wraps it up here for episode number 61 we'll see you next week yeah. episode 62 unless we skip a number and just go to 63 see if anyone notices <laughs> 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 yeah so tune in next week for another new episode but uh, but thank you for listening yeah thank you may the force be with you goodbye old
1: friend may the force be with you Bush, he faced Bush. Ah!
0: May the force be with all of you.